Friday. You're ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. It's time to rock Phoenix live.
just need to know why there's no heartbeat underneath my Friday, it's time to rock, and it's time to feel good, because you know what, we've been burning our butts. Burning our <laughs> Burning our butts. We're busting our butts. Busting our butts. Getting the job done, right? That's what we do. And we're tired, and we're ready to have a good time with our two days off. I That's even what had I'm to saying. have a cat nap. I had to prepare for my two days off by cat napping. Did you really? Yeah, super, super bad allergies, which I don't even ever, ever have, and it's just been so windy here, and our spring has just bloomed everything. Our whole backyard is a sea of yellow, yeah. if you haven't noticed, little balls everywhere. Yeah, our... Uh, I'm breathing them in. The vegetation is growing like crazy. We had all that rain. <laughs> yeah, lots of rain this winter. Yeah, and it just came down, and it just hit the ground. And just when you thought it was over, the storm came in, 
California is getting hit hard. There's massive weather alerts for California right now. Oh, they have There's serious, serious snow in some areas like they've never, ever had before. Insane, like 60, 70 feet of snow. Nine inches feet. I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around that. When you first told me, I was like, yeah, you're so wrong. But then I talked to a couple more people and I saw it on the news. Yeah, it's Beep. just insane. I don't understand it. Uh, they're all pointing to global warming. And speaking of global warming, there's a couple of things I want to touch on really quick that I looked over. Um, one of the things is a s- local group of scientists have said that trying to save the polar ice caps is just virtually is virtually impossible because we're this past point. the point You're exactly yeah. right well we've we've been told that for years and years we're past the point of recovery you can't just put them back it's just not going to happen they're not going to regrow so we don't have some gigantic world freezer laser gun or something like that how are they going to ever be what they were you know everybody told them and told them and told them and told them and nobody listened global well, warming that's not true yeah that's not a real thing. Gosh, why she must be a liberal. It's hotter than it normally is. It's why it's not cold as it normally is. There's many reasons for Yeah, but it is cold warming. because we just said 30 seconds ago that California has 60, 70 feet of snow. Yeah. That's pretty stinking cold. It's and just- the northern lights are getting closer and closer down to, like, uh, uh, Washington area. I think... Um, I'm not going to denounce global warming or jump on that soapbox like you just did. But I think the weather has always, always been unpredictable. But now it's almost like like what they do the big movies about. You know what I mean? Like we watch all those movies like John Cusack and there's crazy earthquakes. And you know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think, 2019? Yeah. No, 2020. No, I don't know. But then there was another one. 2019? There's many. Oh, my gosh. Don't get stuck on it. There's many movies about that where there's, like, some cataclysmic weather. There's a shift in the Earth's sphere, you know, the tilt or whatever, and then everyone gets, like, massive flooding or serious, you know, burning hot. The sun's solar flares come down and crisp everybody. But, I mean, I'm not not saying it's going to be that dramatic, but there has been a weird shift. Like, we just finished saying about snow in California. They do get snow, but they don't get that amount of snow and the weirdest wettest winter that we've ever had but it's not the wettest in history it just feels like it was crazy insanely wet because we lived through it and it was just last month i just think that every year people come up and say oh my god it's getting warmer and warmer earlier and earlier and like you just say that every year because it's just warm here in arizona you know the cool thing about facebook is these flashbacks and i have had so many flashbacks on my facebook where three years ago five years ago seven ten years ago because I've been on Facebook for a while, I've already posted something. And I'm like, oh, that's right. This isn't the hottest summer ever. And I'm not melting. I was hot like six years ago too. Well, duh, because we live in the desert. But that was also part of the acclimation process. As uh, I think last year when we finally got a pool for our backyard, you acclimated pretty well with your nice tan. Yeah, you I was like a tan Canadian. That's like a first. 
Jamie would be jealous. I wasn't resting at all. I was simply tanning. It was great. Yeah. But no, but not everyone has that option, and we had to go and buy a pool. We're not talking fancy. Um, but just to survive. Otherwise, you can survive outside in the shade, and you can certainly survive from your car to your work to your home, back to your car to the grocery store. But I mean, it was pretty extreme. Um, but that's just the desert for you. Wow, Liam has just served me. What is this called? This this a what? Lunzo? A lungo? Will I eat it? It will go straight to my lungs and not my stomach. It's All a right. crazy ass sandwich, is what it is. This is Thank uh, Goo Goo Dolls, Miracle Pill, Rock Phoenix Live. What I need is a feel incredible. What I need is a real love chemical. Wanna be like a heart that's painted in gold. Emotions physical Free the weight of my soul Ethereal I believe I'm alive No higher than low
live back here in the studio, man. So Liam just made us some awesome sandwiches. He's a chef. Born indeed, he's a chef. And he even named it the Lungle. The Lungle? Mm-hmm. It'll Lungle around for a long, long time because it's so heavy. He makes his own BLTs, um, but today he invented the Lungle. The I have Lungo. celery, I have mayo, I have morinu tofu on toasted bread. Wow, vegan at heart. That's uh, awesome. With some Japanese-inspired seasoning. Nice. <laughs> All right, back there we played Atreyu off their new album. This is that was Watch Me Burn, and we also played Solus Antidote. Man, I'm really loving that band, Solus. They are awesome. They've got just an amazing, amazing sound. Uh, again, part of that whole the new screaming for bass, screamo kind of band. But that song just has killer, killer techniques inside of it, and really rocks. And then also I mixed in there some uh, Google Dolls Miracle Pill. I mean, sometimes you just need to slow it down and. Go with the classics, you know? That was my struggle with tonight's playlist. I was like, I don't know what I want to throw in there. I want to throw in a mix of a bunch of different things because right now it's just that's the mood that's striking me. But really, go check out Solus and check out Atreyu's new album. Uh, they're awesome. And that Solus band, check them out a little more. Check out Atreyu's new album, but also just go see them because their tour dates are all over. Oh, yeah, um, they're touring right now? Yeah. A lot of bands are touring. Sacramento, Reno, Nevada, Bend, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, Boise, Idaho, Salt Lake City. They'll be here on May the 5th at nice. the Van Buren. Oh, right on. Um, they'll be in L.A., back again in California, May 6th, 7th. Ooh, back in Tucson on May 8th. I mean, they're really, they're kind of all over. And they've been awesome. I remember their song, Becoming the Bull. That was like their first out-of-the-gate kind of song. I was like, whoa, yeah, that was awesome. And from then, they just had that really cool, dynamic vocal, uh, dual vocals uh, on their music. It was really great. I don't, I, I wouldn't describe them as metalcore, though. I, I guess I don't really understand metalcore, maybe. I think they're hard rock. Yeah, but they're they're literally described um, as uh, American metalcore, and they're from Yorba Linda. So is John Force. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they know each other. Not. Well, um, I mean, I can picture the lead singer. He's got that definite, you know, when he does the vo- the chorus, it's very definite, and that's kind of like what John Force has got when he's doing interviews. With his big teeth and his huge in your face. Yeah. Anyway. They Solace. haven't been around for very Check long. Like they have, but they really haven't. I thought they were, um, they only formed in 1998. They took a little, like a three year, not a COVID thing, but a three year hiatus. Maybe they did some other stuff. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah, their album just came out here and in April of this together. 2023. Huh. Awesome music. I loved it. Watch me burn right there. Crazy. Really? Then my Wikipedia is way behind because I can see 2021. They just released this album in 2023. Oh, so it's not updated yet. See, Google has let me down. Oh my gosh. Sheesh. Let's just keep going with the music because the facts suck. Here's 50 ways to say goodbye. This song's pretty awesome. I love it, Rock Phoenix Live. Train. You said it's meant to be 
But if my friends ask where you are, I'm gonna say She went down in an airplane, fried, getting suntan Can't in a cement mixer full of quicksand Help me, help me, I'm no good at goodbye She met a shark on the water, fell in love and caught her I returned everything I ever bought her Help me, help me, I'm all out of line And ways to say die My pride still feels the sting You were my everything Someday My friends ask where you are, I'm gonna say She was caught in a mudslide, eating my
Live, man. You're listening to all the hits tonight on this station. Woo! Now, maybe I did not mean to treat you bad, but I did anyway. Now, maybe some say a lot. Say, yeah, but you lived it anyway. And so maybe your friends will stand around you, watch you crumble as you fall to the ground. And then someday your friends will stand beside as you were flying. Oh, you were flying all so high. But then someday people look at you They're what they call their own They watch you suffer Yeah, here you're going home And then someday we can take our time To brush the leaves aside so you can reach us Hey, but you left me Share in 
Box. Three yours down right here on Rock Phoenix Live. That's a great grunge song. That just sums up the epitome of grunge right there, that song. What'd you say? Candlebox? Candlebox. Candlebox. I totally know the song, but I would have never in a million years said the name of that band correctly. I, I wouldn't even have thought of that. I don't know who I thought it was. Oh. But you know what? I was almost going to say Good something. Good thing I'm in charge of the music. Uh-huh. So... You were playing Train, and all you said was, you know, rocking his live Train, and you went right to the song. I was like, Train? Who the hell is Train? Drops so I looked Jupiter. Up, yeah, one of my favorite songs. How come I didn't know the band's name was Train? Because you're a train wreck. <laughs> I love Drops of Jupiter. That was like their earlier stuff, so... Whatever you played, I don't know. It was fine. I heard it, it was, Safeway. You know what? It sounded almost... It um, sounded good. Latino kind of beat to it. But then when you think about it, what's their other song, that Hey Soul no, Sister? the beginning part was Latino, and the end part was Latino with the horns. 
But the whole chorus was just guitar driven like rock. I mean, they no, just. It sounds like Latino rock. I, as like, soon as I heard it, I'm like, what Mexican band is this? Anyway, Turns out they're I'm out talking of San to Francisco. Doesn't know how to listen to rock. I can't hear what you hear. Exactly. We've so already don't even... established that, but it sounds like like Latino rock. Whatever. It was. It had the ding. It was good, but guess what? It's not the same like as Drops of Jupiter. Hey, man, that's no. racist. Not even anywhere close. I think they're two drastically different songs, but it did remind me of that um, Hey Soul Sister, right? Hey, soul sister. And the guy's playing like a ukulele, it sounds like. That's them. Play some Mr. Mister on the radio. With that ukulele. You're staring at me like you don't know the song. I don't know the song. Shut up. Shut up. Well, I didn't know the band was trained. Yeah, you know the song. They play it on the radio all the time. Soul sister, soul sister. No. Wanna hey, get that mole listen, sister? Listen. Oh. Hey, soul sister. Grab some Mr. Mr. On, on the, the radio. radio. Yeah. See, don't make me sing it again. Was that That's a whistle? The song. I don't know. But anyways, the guy has a ukulele. I'm pretty sure oh, that's yeah. what it is. So that yeah. sounded a little bit like the song that you just played. That what sounded like it? Jamaican rock. But <laughs> I love Jamaican. Jamaican me rock. But anyways, we were talking about like a Treyu is touring. Turns out Train is also touring. Yeah. They'll be kind of all over. Um, they're pretty cool and they're pretty popular. I wouldn't be surprised they're playing a lot of sold out stadiums. Well, they're probably going to have like old stuff, like what I like, new stuff. So this is kind of interesting. They've got California the next day almost, New York, then back to California. And then after that, a couple of days in Illinois, Windsor, Ontario, Anchorage, Alaska, and the very next day back in California. They are going to be booped. Well, that's touring. Holy crap. And it's like, you know how you usually see it? It goes from like East Coast to West Coast or West Coast to East Coast and they jump up across the border because that's pretty close, right? That's what smashing the No, these guys are like everywhere, back and forth, hopping here and there. And Tonight, Friday night, Smashing the Pieces is in Colorado, man. Woo-hoo, they're so close. They're going to be here in AZ, baby. Again here. I love Almost. you, Smash. Woohoo. Yeah. Anyway, we're playing them tonight. They're going to be awesome. It's going to be a great concert. It's really intimate. Like I said, the the Rebel Lounge is a very small place, and it just has that little intimacy where you and the band can just rock out and sing, and not one guy next to you can put his hat up like he's embarrassed by being next to you. Marky Theater. And then to tell us <laughs> that you can't bring a child upstairs because there's a bar right there. But that's the only place you can sit. There's no seating in the bottom place. Yeah, but they did make an exception. You just had to ask for it. They said this would be the last time. I am oh, in whatever. part of this cancel generation. I am canceling the Marquee Theater. No, it's Even my though you have the great venues for intimacy, I'm still canceling you because you hurt me in a small, impunitive way that doesn't do anything to your revenue. Now, I'm sure they just had to be cautious because they did give permission. They don't want to accept the liability, so this will be the only time. But if we asked again, I bet you they would sell you that third ticket. I'm just saying. I think and that a- is a great venue. Don't cancel anything out because I love sitting where we sit. Yeah, Up me high, too. It's right a nice smack spot. in the middle. Dead, the stage is dead straight in front of you. It's great. and It's not loud just... like it is down there. But... Oh, and we got the private bar behind us. I don't have to go downstairs. And we have our own potties. Right. Because everybody doors. knows if you drink too much, you got to 
pee. Yeah, but they have glass out. doors. Well, yeah, but they can see your silhouette. So when you're I know, isn't that dong weird? hangs out. It looks better. Oh yeah, I'm sure it just hangs right out, and are everybody you standing can see. by the door like this, going. Or are you like, you know? Oh please, no, you're just holding pretending. a trunk. You're just pretending because you know your shadow can be seen from or the they can see women on the, the other side. Position. Yes, they know. And what if you're, you're hovering? And it's like what? You're hungry. Hovering. Oh, because it's you a can't public really toilet. Tell the hover, right? Because I hover. Nobody knows you're hovering. <laughs> they can't tell by your under the stall the way your shoes are positioned. I get nor. it. Frosted glass is a great decorative piece, but it doesn't work for a public venue. It's really weird, and especially I'm not when there's people crowded around you 24 seven or. For the concert while you're doing your thing. And I'm not even private. And I still stare at that door going, this is a little bit weird. You remember when they had that flood upstairs? Yeah. And we couldn't sit there? Yeah. Or they started having that flood. Yeah. Yeah, we had to tell them, you know, there's water pouring all over the floor from the Bar's closed tonight. Why did we get these seats then? The bar's all the way downstairs now. This is it. Defeats the purpose. No, it's it's a very I don't I don't want to say nice as in well kept, but it's a really great venue to go to to just get that perfect sit on your butt, which I love. You've got the bar counter up in front of you. You can kind of lean. Liam, when we took him to that concert, like you're talking about, he got a little bit burned out in the end. He could sort of put his elbows down, rest his head a bit. The poor man next to you, because you were screaming, singing so loud. <laughs> you're right. Had to put the blocker up. The I hat. look over as I'm singing. He's like. I was carnivore, carnivore, and I look over. He got his hat on his face. I'm like, yeah. he's carnivore. trying to, he's trying to cover <laughs> yell more. His I was like, because that was quite horrible. So. It's like when somebody says, "Don't do that," you do it anyway, yeah. or you do it louder. Oh, so he had the hat up. So I was like, carnivore, carnivore. Couldn't hide it, not even with a hat. No, nope. he could have moved. Who There's wears the hat? Honestly, man, who wears a hat to a concert? Where are they, man? You're in And the hat probably didn't do anything other than allow him to make faces to his woman sitting next to him going, who is this total jackass well, I know that's what, singing his, you know, guts out? I know why he was wearing the hat. Because he spent two and a half hours outside in the line in the sun. Yeah, we were baking. Yeah, everyone bakes in the summer when you're doing that. Uh, Jan, do you remember Pigeon Alley? That was a good one, right? Yeah, yeah. Which was that Club Red? Club Red, Sea Red, Rock Phoenix yeah. Live.
door But I couldn't find what I searched for I tried to fight, but I turned and run Every move I make is a wrong one It makes me wait For my next mistake I know it won't be much longer You waited till I
Replace my broken parts Machines don't bleed that easily I feel no pain Replace my broken Replace my broken Right here on Rock Phoenix Live, baby. Woo! You say that you are the miracle, the ones with the truth. And you say the writing it is on the wall. It's all up to you. What you are for 
No, we're never gonna be like you. That's what Sweden's saying to the United States rock, man. I'm not gonna be like you. It's hard. I can't believe it. So, just doing some insert research, checking out that band Solstice that I like with that song, Antidote, found out that they are from Sweden. Imagine Sweden. that. Oh, Sweden? Sweden. And so just like that, they have become part of the group of Swedish hard rock screamo, which also included right there uh, Eclipse from Sweden and then Smashing to the Pieces from Sweden. So, I mean, it's pretty Sweden over there. <laughs> that was stupid. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, man, that sucks. Anyway, I got some news coming up, pretty but I think bad. I'm going to wait to the next hour to bring it up. We're still uh, 10 minutes till, so... When we get in the next hour. I got some big stuff I want to talk about. Timing the news. Breaking news as we come on the air. In ten minutes. No, I'm just saying. And then after the next music break, I'll come back with uh, some breaking news. Breaking news. Which might be breaking bad. Anyway, which I don't want to talk about. I'm just tired about these Californians coming into our state. Uh, kind of a contradiction thing because I too am a Californian but I didn't come here when it was popular I did it because of a girl you came here uh, when it was unpopular no we're not going to talk about that (laughs) we're not even going to talk about that Jen back to the topic about venues that was a really cool topic Um, Club Red Saw Red Pigeon Alley you know what I understand that a lot of these small venues they don't have a bunch of bucks but come on it's called pressure washer it can't be that much $200 give your kid 40 bucks and tell him to get his butt out there pressure wash all the pigeon poop away you know what it would be a lot more attractive that brings up a good point so Hmm. during the coat during COVID, the Marquee Theater sent me that Save Us Our Stages thing, yeah. you know? Save Our Stages. I supported you, and you want to kick me and my kid out of the upstairs bar oh area? Oh, gosh. Get over that already. Hell no. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. They don't make a lot of money, and I was going to bring up the Save Our Stages because they did. They were desperate. They couldn't have any events at all, so all these people have going for them. So COVID hit a lot of people really hard, including these tiny venues that couldn't have other shit going on, you know? Um, But they could at least clean it up a little. And we went to, where was the venue where the band that we were seeing was out the back door in the alley practicing? Oh, that was was Star Set at uh, that one in Scottsdale, uh, Pub Rock. Pub Rock, yeah. Which was basically mom and pop took the pub. Cleared out a few bar stools and some bench seats and uh, put up a stage. put up a high rise and put up a few speakers and uh, called it pub rock. Yeah, but that was pub. good too because it was very personable. There was no upstairs. We went to another place that had giant ceiling fans and really expensive canned beer. Well, you got to make was your club money. Red. Oh, that was it then. They had the big giant ceiling fan yeah. in the center to cover the whole room. Yeah, the Costco fan. Yeah, I was huge yeah. Costco fan. Um, yeah, a lot of them, they have different things that are going for them. You know, and they only have, the space is only yay big. What could you possibly do? The Van Buren, however, oh, that had space I was waiting for and you to talk about that. And it was really well done. Bathrooms were nice. The whole building yeah, was, like you said, everything. redone perfectly. I thought for sure that it was some old historic building that somebody has spent billions of dollars on. Rem- no. They just made it look fabulous. And you the know? fact that something that beautiful An is sitting downtown and, yeah. in the middle of Scum City. Yeah. It just goes to show you. Yeah, it was kind of icky, the area, right? Yeah. 
I don't know. Everything has its perks and its pluses and then its cons. So I don't remember too much of my uh, my Hollywood whiskey a go go scene. Um, scene. <laughs> well, no, I remember when I, I was with a particular woman and we would go and see this one particular band, say Ferris, at every place in L.A. And it was like the Troubadour, the Whiskey at Go Go. We even saw them at a, at a at a college one time, and we just drove all the way out to like Riverside or whatever to this college, and uh, we were watching them play there. It was really weird. So. I don't know. Yeah, but some of the, the smaller, weirder venues, those are the cool ones. Like, we went and saw um, Apoptolyptica. Remember? It was at that... The Chandler Center for the Arts. Oh, see, that makes sense because it was set up for an acoustic stage. Yeah. But Center for the Arts, it wasn't like it was a big concert venue. That's where we saw John Cusack, too. Yeah, right, right, right. That's right. But he didn't play anything. Ooh, nope, he just looked good. That's right. Even from afar. Yeah. Tall you know what? I got to say, that. my best venue has got to be Auction Pavilion. That place, even in the summer when it's hot, because we saw Nickelback there. Oh, yeah. Outdoors, but it had the big fans. It was still outdoors. And the drinks were good. Shade. And you we could had walk. Shade. Yeah, and you could walk around, and it was kind of like you, you wouldn't miss it because you could still hear the music when you were over getting your drinks or whatever. I sort of felt like I was at the fair. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> right? they have the lawn seating. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. There was grass, and there was seats, and then there was a show going on. You could get drinks. That's where we had like jello shots and big giant syringe. It yep. looks like we were getting like a. Well, that was cool. They were getting creative with what they shot. were doing. Yeah, absolutely. That was so cool. And again, I saw Hart there. I uh, went and saw Kiss there. Um, and even going through the line wasn't that bad. They had multiple places for people to go through. It wasn't like we all funneled in one And they're overcharging door. Fast Pass Lane. Yeah, whatever. So, I mean, it was a great place. I still like it to this day. And it's funny because Metallica played there in 1989. Mm. Somebody said. Yeah, well, we missed it. Yeah, of course. Because we weren't even there. But anyway, That's why we missed it. Yeah. And again, State Farm Stadium. That was it's really cool. It's a great stadium. And yeah, you have to see you have to see both. You have to go to all the small venues and maybe an outdoorsy one. But you also have to be at a massive, like a State Farm NFL, you know, stadium. It was huge. And it the sound was so great, but you really felt like... Holy shit, there's like, I felt like I was one in a million. Yeah. There wasn't even that many people, but you really did feel like, oh my gosh, like, you know, you're just overwhelmed. It, yeah. it was kind of overwhelming. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I felt. Well, we saw Green them. Day there too. No, and we I saw them at Talking Stick. That was Talking Stick? Talking oh. Stick Arena, where the uh, Phoenix Suns play. Well, that was big too. Maybe yeah. that's why I thought it was State Farm. I don't remember. No, State Farm was big. Metallica. Yeah, it was a big place too. Yeah, and it's you said you feel so like wow, there's a lot of people in here. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we're all here for one thing and one thing only. Yeah, but you know what is completely mind blowing that makes your hair stand on end and gives you the chills when you were at a huge stadium like that and somebody comes out and plays a ballad now we don't have zippos so we hold out our cell phones you know like the like the lighter playing because there's like a slow song and we're all waving if you stop looking at the band and you look out at the crowd i'm like holy shit we're amazing we're taking part of this amazing group of people and we all have our cell phones and we're all weaving them yep. to the exact same tune. Green Day, 20, like 21 Guns. Like a Yeah. And it's everybody's doing it. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. 
I gotta say, when I went to go see, we did it uh, for Home Sweet Home, though. When I went with Josh to go see um, Megadeth, or when I went with my mom to go see uh, Scorpions yeah. at the Federal Theater or whatever it is now, yeah. I can't remember some credit union. Um, it felt like you were walking in to see a play, and then all of us, because the seats look very plush, the floor looks carpeted and stuff. All your drinks are on the outside. Right. And when you walk in, it looks like a regular theater to see a play or something more upscale. But then all of a sudden, this band starts playing, and you're like, wow, this is cool. The ambiance just changed it all. And there was carpet? Weird. In the aisles when you're Ew. walking in the seats. Yeah. They you had like what? a movie theater. If those carpets could talk. Oh, God, no. God. <laughs> we don't want to hear the stories. All right. Let's keep it going right here on Rock Phoenix Live. This is uh, Nine Shrines Bend right here. Rock Phoenix Live. Man.
Are you sure it's the way? These words that interpret the way you look at me Cause we're lost in translation and I need to know I want to You have a wonderful time. No, what the hell? An error occurred. It always occurred. Try it again. One, two, three. Come on. Click. Sipping cherry cola, staring at the poster on the wall. What's the point of going out when? Could just give me a call 
Sitting on your sofa, reminiscing over 23 You touched yourself the way I used to Now that's just a memory We can wonderful fade away Undefined and out of mind till you get lost and lonely too I guess I get the message, we don't have to stress this anymore If it happens, then it happens, happy to have you at all We can wonderful fade away Traffic lights Keep on, keep on, keep on Telling me I'm what you need Like get away green Get away green Do you wanna know How the story ends Hazy and spun out Just more than friends And we can wonderful A dizzy dream A colorful Phoenix live back here in the studio. Man. Baby man. <laughs> that song was awesome. Intense. Those are the words they usually use, right? You know what I'm just thinking when you said that? Man, I think you should put up a big sign right in front of your face that says, don't say man all the time. Or sweet, or awesome, or that was intense. No, sweet would be fine. I used, oh, sweet? No, you say baby. Bro, that was sweet. Man. Anyways, can we talk a little bit about no baby resolve? Man. <laughs> baby man. No resolve is kind of cool. I'm not going to... We've already oh, talked about Oh, man. It. That was awesome. I love No Resolve. Oh, so sweet, baby, man. They're the ones that did that new rendition of uh, Highway to the Danger Zone. So you were mentioning... <coughs> Sorry. Boy, I was rudely interrupted. You were mentioning that uh, you thought they were on tour. Well, they just they just finished their tour, like right at the beginning of April. Yeah. So they were uh, supporting Skid Row and Buck Cherry. Oh, no kidding. That's who they were touring with. Whoa. Good for them, right? So they went all over the place. Not um, that Buck Cherry is anything to bark at. I liked Buck Cherry. Well, I saw them years ago, but I liked hey, them, Hey, you're right? crazy, bitch, but you fuck so good, you're on top of it like oh, I mean. Oh, come on. That was your favorite song. Doing you all night. Did you just like to swear? She went out there 
Okay, no resolve. So they're no longer on tour. But if you go to their Facebook, which they have a really great Facebook setup, um, you can scroll through and see all the locations they were and the different things that were going on. <clears throat> and a whole bunch of photos they pose all the time. But a cool thing that caught my eye is they're also going to be doing uh, music with Hinder, which used to be one of our favorite bands, right, when we first met. But anyhow, they gave fans an opportunity. You know, you have to go to uh, Marysville, Michigan, wherever the hell that is, on April 7th, and only 100 people were allowed into the building, and all of those fans, those 100, could be part of their music video with Hinder. So that was kind of cool. So then I scroll a little bit, a little bit, and I can see here one of their um, one of their shows got canceled. Uh, I don't remember where I saw it, but it says, "Don't worry, our show is canceled." So sorry, but we're still here. Meet us at blah 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 casino for a meet and greet. Oh, that's right. That's totally cool. They didn't just say, "Oh, call it a night," and we'll just stay in our hotel and get your drunk. Your UBS truck driver is an awesome dude, right? I'm just like, "Oh, that's great," and you could go and and meet them and. I don't, I don't think they were seeing, but at least get their autographs and, I don't know, maybe buy a shirt or something. No Resolve so. will always hold a special place in my heart, only because he's a UPS guy. And, in fact, he makes badass music and the band's awesome. You so. know what? I think they were really... And that's really cool to save the day like that. Sorry. I think they were really smart about it because that's how they started, as far as I know, is just covers. Yeah. They took, like, a, a really great song or a popular song or a beautiful song and rocked out with it. That's the 80s path. In the 80s, oh, all yeah. the bands start off with covers, covers, and then they yep. get into the record industry. And then once we start hearing their names or giving them some credit, we're like, oh, maybe we should give them some airplay on the radio Speaking or of whatever. that, I've been feeling that lately. I've been feeling like a lot Cover of the band? bands that we play on our show, all of a sudden will come out of the woodwork or we'll start hearing more about them. But I don't know if that's that you know listening thing that's creating that algorithms. I, yeah, but I'm yeah. not. But I all of a sudden, like for instance, on our show, I mean, tonight's show is basically about a lot of the bands that are coming out of the woodwork. Like Blink One Eighty Two, we're gonna play tonight. They just came out of a, uh, a massive tour, or have not been touring since whatever date. I've finally played a show together at Coachella. A massive hiatus. Hiatus. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> They took a really, really, really long break. I don't think so because your Aunt Karen in Oklahoma, I thought, just went and saw him a couple years back. She did. Well, right? Because she's a huge Blink But they weren't all together, like the original members. Oh, I don't know anything about that. That's what they said. They said that the original members, I don't think the original members have played in such a really, really long time. I want to say something about algorithms. I used to think a few years ago before I understood how much I was being manipulated without me even knowing it. Before I figured out my Google Chrome eavesdrops and my cell phone and I try to keep my location off and my microphone off. But sometimes you go to like an app or you're going to a website and you need to put your location in mic or whatever, give it access to your gallery, whatever it may be. I have forgot to put my securities back and I go along life oblivious. Ha ha ha. And I used to think it was such an amazing coincidence. And then I was like, oh, it's not a coincidence at all. Everything that I've ever Google searched for or spoke about, even in the privacy of my own home, is being eavesdropped. It's become part of the norm. It is what it is. I don't know why you would want to eavesdrop on my life, because it's pretty stinking boring. I don't ever do anything exciting or wrong or, you know, worth eavesdropping. Right. 
You huh? know, I had a conversation with a coworker a couple of years ago now about Polly Pocket. Why would anyone even want to listen to me talking about Polly Pocket? I had a Mighty Max. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why would anyone want to listen to that? I think I also owned the Polly Pocket, but I think I found it. That's cool. That was amazing. Before you had tech in your hand, you opened up this world of imagination. All these little bits and pieces yeah. that you could lose real easy. Yeah. It was the it was like the micro machine hot hot wheels or micro machine uh, big trucks thing, whatever. Anyway, you you got like two trucks in a little kit. It came in Mighty Max? No, it was micro machines. What did you say? I said Polly Pocket. You said you had a Mighty Max? Yes, correct. Max with an X. Yes. Huh, I don't know that one. It was the boy version of the Polly Pocket. Yeah, I yeah. figured so. But yeah. anyway, Micro Machines had this really cool kit all up in a, uh, a tool chest. Open up the tool chest. You had different sets of tires, different sets of bodies, and you could pull up the trucks and you could rebuild them. Everything. Yeah, it was really That's cool. Cute. So that way you weren't bored playing with the same trucks. You could rebuild them or use your imagination, and I right. did. I totally went out on that stuff. But that's pretty boring ass. So why would anybody want to listen in on that conversation? You know, if you were telling somebody about it, that's why I'm like, like it's a computer. I just feel like I'm wasting its time. That's all. Right. Why? Why would you want to listen in on me or try to figure out which Jen's up to? Or maybe not even Jen, just this particular person. Don't even waste your time. Because businesses It's really boring. Businesses want to know what they can sell you right away. But if they knew me, they would know I don't buy shit because I'm pretty cheap. Yeah, but see, the turnaround time for making a decision is really really short now. You know, when you go online, if you have the money in your pocket... Because people are weak-minded. Right, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And these companies play off of it. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's what I've been complaining about for years with, and I hate to say it, with our Amazon shoppers, is they just think it's really like a funny joke. And they're so narrow-minded... They just clickety-click, click, click. Oh, but that's okay. I don't even need to look and see what I actually purchased, whether it's a piece of crap or it's minuscule because it fits in a dollhouse, you know, or it, 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 I can't even wear it because I'm allergic to whatever. They just buy it and because Amazon has made it so easy for them to just return it. All you need is $100 and you could buy so much random shit to get that rush of shopping. And then the very next day, you just return it all. And then you're, it's a wash, so you don't have that, you know, guilty feeling. And then you buy it again. Woohoo! Oh, woohoo! Oh, woohoo! And they don't even see that big picture. There's so many people that they've just manipulated. They've, they're like a slave labor almost. These people at Amazon don't even have time to pack. Why did I get this outfit in just a plastic bag, a little Ziploc bag with a sticker on it? Because they don't have time to pack. You have run them ragged. And guess what? My end of it. Why are you mean to me? And how come you... And I'm trying to... Because I don't have time. Do you see the six people behind you? Keep it moving, woman. That kind of thing. They're not seeing the big picture, right? But I mean, if companies are paying for people's information and you're saying that decisions are made in such a short amount of time that's why because that's what we have just spent three five years that people have been doing this bullshit amazon return conditioning them for that oh yeah it's like a habit we're all creatures of habit you hit us enough times we're like oh boom i like this oh return shop return shop whatever i might keep it i might get rid of all of it you know, we forced that upon them. Yeah. 
And it, you know what? It, it even goes further up. You know, it goes into like the necess- the necess- the necessity to want and need um, is part of our behavioral imprint. Um, the, the the necessity to you know, if I have the money to, to buy the cool thing, to buy what everybody wants, or just to spend money right. and look like a hot shot or something, right. is also a good feeling. Like, you know, if you have the, you know, 100 packages at your door and that guy doesn't, it's like. Oh, yeah, and your neighbor would certainly yeah. see that the Amazon truck goes to well, Frank's house every really, day. Yeah, he must be doing really well. Yeah, no, it's no. just because they, what they don't see is you loading all that shit back into your car and taking it to the UPS store and making me touch it all and scan it all. And argue about how it says customer pack. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It says C-U-S-T. Come on. It's literally right there. I'm pointing to it. And you're still saying, no, it doesn't. Bring it on. That's all I have to say. Bring it on. I can scrap just like the next guy. All right, Jen. Here's some punk rock for you. This is Ash. Burn, baby, burn. Right here on Rock Finish Live. Almost to the point of no return Everything will burn, baby 
Dust. New music from Ash to Dust. This is their album, Reverb Souls, Cleansing the Soul.
Rob Matthews and his band Ash to Dust right there on Rock Phoenix Live. That's their new stuff off their album Reaper of Souls, a 2022 album. Yeah, man. Baby man, I thought that was so interesting how you just jumped from Blink-182 to Ash to Dust. I wanted to get him in there. (laughs) Rob is just a great guy. I really Uh, want to promote his band. He's going through some tough times, but he's really going to make it strong. They're going to promote this band. That album sounds awesome. I mean... It, it's awesome. You know what? If you just type in Ash to Dust, the band, immediately it comes up. They're, they're a local Tucson, Arizona thrash band formed in 2007. So I scroll a little bit. I went to their Facebook page. He just posted... This is kind of cool. I don't know what it is. Yesterday afternoon, 420. Oh, no, it was the 15th, sorry, 420. I was thinking the date. 
He can't say anything yet, but as soon as I have a huge, huge announcement concerning Ash to Dust that they're going to let everyone know. Ooh. Huge, We're going to find out soon. I'm sure so I'll find I, out. He's on my Facebook some... page. And now check out our podcast. What? I was still talking. Sorry. Go ahead. I just hope they have some really, really good news because they need that. Not That is is crazy ass music i have to be in such a drunken insano pumped up mood to go to a concert like that but holy shit you have to just they get open for lamb of god oh my gosh it's it's really if you like that kind of music it's really unbelievable but I wish good things upon them. He's just been trying and trying and trying and trying and pushing. And he talks to people. We had him on our podcast. Check out a our podcast, New Wave now. of British Heavy Metal. He was on the New Wave of British Heavy Metal. Uh-huh. What does he have to do with New Wave of British Heavy Metal? Why would we put him on that one? Wasn't the one Anyways, he, was on? he is such an easy talker. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't even know him, and we have him on the phone. We chit-chat a little bit, and he was like, boom, boom. He answered all these questions, gave extra info. Dude knows what he's talking about. I'll put the link in the uh, info. I think he also writes these songs and sings these songs, like, right from the heart. It doesn't seem like, you know, it's a meaningful song because it's hard for a lot of people that aren't fans of that thrash, that harsh, you know, screaming. But, I mean, if you... If you could hear the lyrics, you would know. Like, you know, really, it's, it's an amazing just lyrics behind everything, And too. he promised his mom before promoter. she passed away that he was going to keep this going until yeah. he gets there. He's not going to give up at all. So I really do hope, you know, all good things to them. I don't think it was a new wave of British heavy metal. I don't remember what it was totally either. Weird. Anyway, okay. It gets getting back to this. I got some news here I got to talk about because I in- investigated, did research, took notes. He spent about five minutes at the dining room table. No, I was reading at work today. Uh, I hope Josh working. and Rob aren't listening. It's supposed to be working at work. You're right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, here we go to the news. Uh, the Supreme Court still allows the access to the abortion pill while still in appeal. So that's a huge thing because a lot of people were concerned about abortions and what they were going to do. But you guys still have rights to take the pill while it's still an appeal. Oh, what the Supreme Court was going to do. I think right. you meant what they were going to do like the pill. I'm pretty sure we know what it's going to do. Go down on a throat. Uh, I don't know. I don't like all this political... Ugh, it's This is it's the like, world here and now. This is what's going on right now. Don't talk to people now. about politics or religion. I'm not telling them about them anything. Up. I'm talking... You just... The first topic was abortion. Well, I think it's fair it that women have rights to their body. That. They can do what they want. That is your opinion. You're Correct. right. Absolutely. But this is also my show. I pay for it. This is true. This is true. This is true yes. from Sweden. Borat. Oh, my God. I love Sweden. Anyway... Um, let's see what we... Oh, that's the other one. Where are we here? All right. Before I get to the big rants, I want to get down to the small oh, stuff. Look at... He's listening. Listen, he's flipping the pages. Yep. Anyway. Um, <laughs> allergies. Pollen season is happening earlier each year. Why? Oh, global warming. Genetics and environment <laughs> play a huge part in wondering why you have allergies. Who does? Genetics? Genetics and um, environment. environment. 
No so shit. You, well, yeah, it's a vague answer. But if you live in a metropolis, you might be exposed to different spores and stuff. Do you know what? I don't. I don't know about the genetics part of it, but obviously your environment plays a big part in Absolutely. your allergies. You know the other one thing that they're saying that's the reason why. Uh, okay. We are too clean. We're wiping down surfaces. We're having antibiotic showers. Or antibiotic. Yeah. <laughs> antibacterial showers. showers. We're having antibacterial this. Because we're more concerned about COVID. It told us to be clean. But because of that too And now clean, we're in the habit. We're going to get the allergies now, more. Do you know what? I What really stood out to me during COVID, and I don't ever want to talk about COVID, yet we always bring it up, is I'm surprised at how many people didn't wash their hands. COVID just told you you should wash your hands. Hasn't our mother told us this our whole entire existence? Yeah. JG, wash your hands. Go wash your hands. Wash your hands before you eat. Wash your hands before you talk. And there was a lot of people that but we were playing in clean. we were playing in dirt when we were younger. We weren't nowadays like our kids playing in dirt for five minutes. We bring them in and have them shower them down and everything. Yeah. It's not like you're leaving the dirt to sit there and manifest on it so that he can develop an immune system. Our immune systems are being weakened. Due to but food as well. I think because not necessarily uh, washing up the hands and using antibacterial soap, I'm sure that's a part of it, but agreed. It's what what goes in, you know, is what comes out. You have good foods and lots of vitamins and nutrition, then you'll probably be a healthier person. Nobody can deny that. I'm not going into vegan and meat eaters or nothing. But then also, the other thing is... <sighs> It's an, it's antibiotics. Like you meant to say antibacterial, but you said antibiotic. That I know so many people that take an antibiotic. Oh, after seven days, that one didn't work, or ten, whatever. So then we got to try another one. What about oh, a probiotic? Oh, the problem still, you know, exists, kind of deal. So and they can go on two and three, and they can be on antibiotics for like over a month. Oh yeah. Blows my mind. My kid is almost thirteen. Our kid, sorry. I'm just speaking to the general public. Our kid is almost 13 years old, and he's taken antibiotics twice in his whole entire existence. And that's because I'm his mother, and I, I, don't, I would never push that at all. Luckily, he's a really healthy bowler. But at the same time, the first time, turns out he's allergic to penicillin, which so is my sister. And the second time, he just took that penicillin, whatever the alternative. I can't remember. I don't know. Something about coal or ash or I, I got ash in my mind maybe ash to dust that was because of the <laughs> red dye number five number 40 Whatever. red dye number 40 uh-huh yeah. no oh. but anyways there's it's totally unnecessary and no wonder we're destroying our immune system because we just put so much crazy ass shit in it well we talked about it on the last podcast about the breads and the companies that are allowing it to be okay here in the united states but they're not allowing it to be okay in, in the Europe. uk and other yeah. places well we were at your mom's and she made um or liam made his kool-aid and the Kool-Aid, we were just kind of joking, no joke, about red dye number 40. And I looked it up, and I read it to you guys. And your mom says, are you sure? Isn't that already banned? Hell no. The FDA doesn't really do shit, for starters. And second, it's just banned in most of the world, just not the United States. It's not banned here. It's, it's a lot of these dyes, like yellow number 5 or 3 and blue and red 40... They are banned in cosmetics, and they are not banned in our food. Right. Why? 
That's totally weird, right? You can't put it in your skin, but you can ingest so it. So somebody obviously lobbied to have it banned from cosmetics, or, but it can still be ingested by your children in, you know, popsicles and Kool-Aid and all these fun kid foods. Beats by Jens. Tell you more all about this stuff. Um, <laughs> on the same topic, the healthiest bread in the world is 100% whole grain. But the problem, though, is you can't really find 100% whole grain because none of the bread out there truly is 100% whole grain, oats, and all that stuff that we need to have in our bread to make it better. They usually pull that stuff out and make it processed. But anyway, that's if you can find it, that's the best bread in the world. Well, you'd have to make it, I right. think, with all completely whole ingredients. You might even have to grind that that wheat down. You know oh, what I'm, I mean? Well, I'm like, not grinding it. I'm gonna no, go. No, I'll I ain't order got that, time for that. I'll order that shit on Amazon. No, you won't, because he won't be coming to our door. But I'm thinking that's not really true, because I bet you that Ezekiel brand, you know that bread I'm talking about, that creepy one that has the nuts and the seeds and shit? I think Ezekiel. And isn't it in the freezer? No, it's down. Yeah, the... no. Oh, maybe. Yeah, Ezekiel is that frozen bread that I ugh, I could never eat. I wouldn't even be able to swallow it. Uh, there's a new coronavirus subvariant called Articacus. I'll take a cut. Articacus. 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 You, should you say that fast? Oh, Arcturus, Frank. You oh. can't even read your own writing. Arcturus. Should we be worried? I'm not sure, but uh, there's a new subvariant, and it hit LA. I don't know what the outbreak is. You guys have to look it up. Anyway. All right, so I'm going to go off on this little thing because this is really upsetting to me. It's a topic that hits home for me because. One, we've moved to Arizona, and we've always told our son that, listen, I want you to support Arizona forever and ever, even becoming a Cardinal fan if you want to. But he didn't want to. But anyway, that's the story. Well, he does, and he doesn't. He does. The problem I have is when I moved to Arizona, at the time, it wasn't because everybody was moving to Arizona. It wasn't because everybody thought it was a good idea to leave their other state because they were having issues. I left because of a woman. And when I got here, I found out things were different. It wasn't like any other place because the income wasn't any other place. I left because of a man. There we go. Not when it was popular. So the issue I have is this right now is there's way too many Californians coming into Arizona. You guys, I've got to stop. There's too many. Every day I see more and more moving here. And I'm wondering to myself, why is this happening? But now, after doing some much-needed research, I found out why this is happening. Um, And I'm going to share that with you, why that's happening, because this is my show. Anyway. Well, if all your friends move to Arizona, eventually you're going to move too, because you're going to miss them, and you'll have to just do the same. I keep thinking to myself, what's so bad about California? Everything is bad about California. Well, it's not just... But mostly the people. No offense, but you people are so aggressive... But you have to be, because every time you go to move, there's somebody there, either honking their horn or getting in your way. Whether you're at the store or at work, you turn the corner, boom, another person. You turn the hand, nope, another person. After a while, it's got to be pretty frustrating. Your mom what, commuted 15 miles and it took her two hours. That's that's not okay. That's not even slightly normal. That's borderline disgusting. You know what's happening right now in our state? That? 
What's happening right now in our state is the home incomes are going skyrocketing, and it's just insane that nobody can afford. Yeah, but that's to, nothing to them. Well, wait. Um, let me get into this. Um, the home prices are going so high in rent and in mortgages and all that stuff that people that used to live here all year round or were native to Arizona can't afford to live here anymore. We have homeless shelters opening up. More and more people are going homeless. More and more people are giving up on hope and giving up on life and just accepting with their fate. And, and living in really, their van. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Yep. So let me tell you and that why that is. That's because Californians are coming here and people from other uh, states as well. But more importantly to Californians. So it all started back after World War II. The federal government initiated federal programs that subsidized housing for soldiers after getting back from the war. Which, yeah, duh, makes sense. You want to increase the population and, you know, what a better way to help soldiers after getting out of war is to give them low-income housing. Great. Awesome, right? Well, let's see what happens. Uh, as manufacturing spread, so did houses. So as manufacturing spread throughout, you know, big cities into suburbs, so did the houses. You had suburbs out there as well. Um, keeping housing costs low. So as... Uh, manufacturing spread, so did houses. The su- government subsidizes kept housing costs low. When is this? Did that, you say after the war? After World War II. Oh, okay. Right. So, okay. So, and this is all California. Um, but from 1940 to 1960, 9 million more people increased California's population. Yeah. Bills... Uh, they all live in L.A., like gr- right there. Yep, groups developed and... <laughs> Groups developed and began establishing bills and zoning ordinances that discouraged the development of affordable, low-cost housing and favored high-cost single-family homes. Movie stars don't want welfare buildings next to them. Right. Affordable government-subsidized housing? Do you know Are what? You crazy? Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, uh, got cited by some company in the court because of... Uh, what he was doing, he wanted to spend like $70 million to rebuild the downtown LA um, federal build or the state building where he, his offices are. Okay. And a lot of the other state offices are in that building as well. He wanted to have it rebuilt? He, yeah, $70 million like dollar project. Yeah. Oh. But there's all that homeless going on, all yeah. this housing crisis right now. California is going such a huge housing crisis. And I'm trying to go back to history, but we'll skip around, whatever. Um, right now because they have a shortage of homes because all these zone restrictions and going back to the 1940s 1960s when this bill with these bills and zoning ordinances were developed um it uh it basically said that you can only build in certain areas well because of that they didn't build a lot of homes they only built what they could build but they were predominantly bigger ass homes versus smaller homes that could fit more people yeah uh the tech boom in san francisco uh sent their housing market costs skyrocketing yeah uh, Still Sa- insane to afford yeah. there. San Francisco housing crisis created an estimated 3.8 million in home shortages because so many more people had money and threw cash in the market that they could buy bigger lots and build bigger homes. Uh, so that could have affected 3.8 million people that had a home. Um, it has also stunted housing production and efficient land use. Like I said, you could have built this many homes on it versus yeah, not building. That's not very efficient at all. What did we just see last night? What's going on up in uh, Flagstaff here? What are they doing for the homeless in Flagstaff? Do They're you remember? Vaguely. 
They took a Motel 6. Oh, the Motel 6. And they're making individual apartments out of an old, empty Motel 6. Talk about repurposing. Tom Baudet was speaking (laughs) the truth. We'll leave the light on for you. I mean, that's amazing because a lot of these people are homeless because maybe they have some mental illness and they need to just be they don't want to be confined in a home they chose it but also mental illness they can't whatever but there's a lot of homeless people like what you're talking about that got kicked out it's no longer affordable to live here anymore so you're living in your van sometimes with your family that's not okay they would really really do well even if it's a one bedroom they don't need fancy schmancy they need a roof over their head they need that motel six you know the bedroom bath a little kitchen area done way better than the minivan so because of this uh, this impacts low-income people in the California area, and they often move to more less expensive areas, older communities, and developments, which is why you have this huge conglomerate amount of segregated people, and we're not going to say names, but usually poor people that have to choose between you know awful areas that don't have good health care or don't have good jobs, or like what happened in um, Telluride, Colorado, which is people can't people who do trade work can't afford to live there. So if you want work done at your house, yeah. you call a guy. He has to drive two hours to where you are because nobody can afford to live yeah. in that distance because of the of the price hikes. It's and just I way bet too you expensive. those people that are living in the bitchin houses and tell you right, I bet you they have land. You know what I mean? That's something that California doesn't have a lot of left. There's no empty space. You don't have so you. You know, there's big space in between because you live on maybe a 10-acre parcel or more. Yeah. Could be 20 or 30 in Colorado. Who knows, There's right? more people with money so that want more land further. and house. You know what I just looked up? What? It's the second Motel 6 in Flagstaff that they've converted over for homeless shelter. I think that's this a great idea. You know what? otherwise they sit there empty and fall apart or get vandalized. Probably from homeless people, they would break in. Why don't you just give it to the I was, legit? I was reading an article that said that something that California needs to do is they need to give more control over to government funded property or like churches and give them the chance to build on their giant parking lots and stuff homes and help the homeless they should give more funding to religious groups to help them develop land develop on their land areas where they get help shelter to the homeless because it's already taxed right off yeah, of them I was say, they would have that if the government shelter. would fund it they would do it because you get more people that's what one of the websites said that I was reading. That was a 2023. This one that I was reading was published in 2022. So you can only imagine the year difference that they've got going on and what's going on in California. But anyway, um, this impacts low-income people and often move to you know horrible areas. To fix this, we need to get rid of the local control and make this a federal control, is what they were saying. They said that when you have people like Gavin Newsom and the local communities, they're only out to cover their butts. They don't want people living in their area. They don't want to have to redo things in the high-end areas. But if you made it a federal thing, they would have to tell them to do it, not them covering their own asses. Yeah, but people like to vote certain heads in and sometimes voting sucks it doesn't go your way but you vote them in so that they are a little bit closer to home they're more local and you don't want the government because how would the government understand exactly what's going on in california versus how would the same government know what's going on in pennsylvania you want to know you you want to know the big kicker here 
So the people moving here to Cal- from California to Arizona are the ones getting kicked out. Why would they get kicked out? Because there's no more room. Oh. They can't afford to live there anymore, so they're taking whatever equity they have. But in California, the equity is a lot higher yeah. than what we have. And they're coming here, and we're thinking that they're the ones. All the Californians I see here aren't driving Mercedes or hot cars. They're driving, like, Fords. They're driving, yeah, you know, Chevys. Yeah. Yeah. They're just... They can't afford to live in California anymore, and this is the next step. And you know what the kicker is, is that that's exactly what's happening here in Arizona. Yeah. We're just trying to find the next low-income state and move there. And that's what we do as a species. Well, move a little further. How about Nevada? It's it's like the cer- it's the same amount of distance. That's the next step. Nevada's prices are going up, too. Go to Nevada, because we don't... Want you? It's really. a horrible, horrible roller coaster that I don't know where it's going to stop. I think people, because you're just been bitching about Californians for a while now, well, now because you why. drive every day yeah. and all you see. And we kept saying to you, like me and your mom, like, how do you know they're from California? They don't look any different. You're seeing those California plates. And right now it's springtime in Arizona, starting to get warm where all of our snowbirds are going back home. We were thinking, well, are they vacationing here? Why the hell would they vacation in Arizona? When you live in California, that's kind of weird. So why are you seeing all these license plates? You're probably right. They're moving here. They haven't changed the. I mean, unless over they're yet. on vacation and it's pretty soon they're all going to be gone. But there well, you'll are have to wait so many Californian license plates in Arizona. Yeah, I was surprised, um, and I thought, no, you're crazy. But I don't go anywhere. But then when we went out for dinner, that whole parking lot that we walked through, there was another and another and another. We were like, holy crap! You were right, Frank. There's an awful lot of California. Get the hell, read my lips. Get the fuck out. Now, so I have something just came to me quite a few years ago when your mom used to come out and visit us. She, born and raised in L.A., okay? So she was used to that go, 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 go. Don't talk to strangers, you know. Be alert, but keep your head down. Like all these just normal rules because there's a lot of crazy people depending on where you are. But when she came to visit us, we would just go to our silly little outlet mall right here. And she was like, still the same. Walk fast, head down, don't talk to strangers. And I would take her to maybe a grocery store. And she finally would look around and you could just see her shoulders coming down and she even said to me many years ago like I have to remember that I'm not there anymore that I'm here and she really enjoyed it and she chatted with the people in the lines at the grocery store and she wouldn't do that at home you know and she you know talked to people at the stores at the outlet mall because they all knew oh the UPS lady and she thought that was funny and like I'm some UPS movie star but she chatted with those people and really enjoyed herself but it's probably hard to be in that go 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 and then how are you expecting these Californians on the highway to not drive like bats out of hell when that's all they've ever been taught that's their survival step on the gas get out of everybody's way well so far the only ones that I've seen are in traffic because it's rush hour in the time I go to work yeah and even when I leave and come home but most of the time during the day I don't see a lot of them so wherever they're going they're leaving in the morning or at they have to drive aggressively. That's that's how they survive on their highways. You can't just sit and go with the pace of. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, because you a, have a to lot of them do the uh, look behind the shoulder, turn the car aggressively, get in the lane, look again, 
because nobody will let them in right. when they're on their own don't freeways. Like them. Get right? out. And I even told you guys a bazillion years ago, um, I took my mom to the airport, LAX airport, and I think we were merging onto the 110. I don't know. That's just what it sounds like to me. And I'm driving the 65 Falcon really old piece of crap super cute falcon and i said to my mom i've been indicating and nobody's letting me over they're not letting me over we're running out we could literally see the exit and the lanes were splitting and i said i'm just gonna pick the next nicest car and cut them off and that's how i got her to the airport right because that way that guy would stop he's not gonna mess because he's got a really nice nice yeah yeah, brand new car well that's what i'm saying is like if you're you're already stealing water from us now you're going to come over here, then we should have that whole thing where now more water comes to us if all of you fuckers are going to come here. Because that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm tired of it. Like, this was a great state, and it's so, it's, it's starting to get messed up. Yeah, but don't we do that as human beings? As human beings, don't we, we take infest. a good thing and we wreck it all, Absolutely. and then we move on? Absolutely. And all these silly little Disney Pixar movies where we've wrecked the Earth, so then we have to go up to outer space or whatever... That's what we do. It's not just them. It's everybody. Well, like El Nino said, this is what comes around. Goes around? Nothing but pain I am what you will be 
Phoenix Live back here in the studio. Man. <laughs> and then I got caught off guard. Woo, I was into that song. That was a really good song. I was like, woo, it's got some trance to it. And it's got that hard rock to it. I was just going over some uh, some other detailed stuff. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> back there we played El Nino, what comes around. I want to give a shout out to some of these bands tonight. I really want you guys to like go out there and search for them. Really give them their credit and give them a chance because I think they'll make you very, very, very happy. Uh, back there we played Atreyu, like I said, that's their new album. Uh, Solus, they are from Sweden. Antidote, that was a great song. Who all everybody knows about. Eclipse, check out Eclipse. Eclipse has got a really great 80s sound. It's like they're bringing back that 80s hairband sound. No resolve. Good dudes, check them out. They're awesome. Really kicking ass. Um, yeah. And if I check them bands. out, like, Google them, sure, but just go to Facebook. Go to their Instagram. All of these bands have all of these social media accounts. Maybe you don't want to read about them, but look at some of the pictures and watch some of the videos. Some of them are really well done, whether they have somebody like in the band that maintains all this social media, but obviously if they're uber busy, they wouldn't be able to. You'd pay somebody to do it, some marketing guru, but some of the sites are really well done. Like Instagram, they just every day, multiple ones, they hit with new, new, new. Yep. And and you don't even have to know what the picture is about or where they are. It's just a great picture of them doing something. Right? I'm just so glad we've got to a point where we don't have to talk about Motley Crue anymore. Ha! That's what makes me happy. I think my headphones are on. Oh, it makes me happy too because I was like, no yep. more Motley Crue. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Vince Neil or Mick Mars. Nope. You just... We should talk about Sudan and what's going on over there. No, I don't want to talk about COVID or Sudan. <laughs> I didn't even know where Sudan was. I kind of had a general idea, but I literally had to look it up on maps today. Rock Phoenix Live, Solstice, Star Set. What another badass band, Rock Phoenix Live. <laughs>
take, take the pain away. You take, take the pain away. You take, take the pain away.
Rock Phoenix Live. This is a little. This is there for tomorrow. Remedy off their album a little faster. Rock Phoenix Live. Rock Phoenix Live, baby. 
Cause I want to rock you Follow the money spam Well that's fine to guide you On my side let's go for a long ride In my car I'll drive you to my spot Out in space one night time Will we all pay, pay, yeah We'll celebration Without time A generation Now yeah Cause I have to have you Drink up a little bit If your mind will find you By my side let's go for a long ride In my car I'll drive you to my spot Out in space one night time Will we all pay, pay, yeah No celebration Without time A generation Never yeah Here at Rock Phoenix Live, the celebration song. Boy, baby, is that awesome. All right, so everybody knows, I mean, everybody, and I mean, everybody knows that Metallica released a new album called 72 Seasons. And by everybody, I mean, even Good Morning America talked about it. And since when do they ever talk about metal music? But they did. Congratulations to rock music and metal listeners out there. We have made it. We've gotten into the news. Which is funny because one year when Metallica came out here to tour, uh, I think ABC 15 talked about it. You gotta watch out for the parking lot. It's Metallica, the heavy metal band. It's coming to town. 
<laughs> but when they talk about Taylor Swift or country music, it's like, yeah, Taylor Swift, country music, yeah. But metal music or rock music, it's like, yeah, it's just going to watch out. These little partiers like, have problems over here, and there might be some traffic issues. Back to you, Bob, in the studio. F you, it's metal. Anyway, so Metallica released a new album, 72 seasons. We listened to it, and... Yeah, every all the li- one of the listeners said if you're a hardcore Metallica fan of the old stuff, don't listen to this. It's gonna make you feel bad, and I get that. But uh, I disagree with that though. At the same time, though, I kind of, I kind of heard like uh, "Luxy Turna" is a really fast song, and that song is really good. I think they knew what they were doing when they were writing these songs. Well, they should know what they're doing. Right, exactly. By now, 50 bazillion years years later. If somebody says to me they're a hardcore Metallica fan, but they like the old stuff really good, and they don't like any of the new stuff, well, then this album, like like you said, might not be for you because it's... It's got some of their old stuff in there, but it's got some of their new stuff too. But it's really kind of like a mesh of a new style. I could hear a lot of old stuff. Yeah. I liked it. I, it. I would never go download it. It's not going to be added to my playlist. But it wasn't bad at all. I certainly wouldn't it was have more shut bluesy, it off. I thought more bluesy oh, metal. Yeah, I could sort of hear that in it. You pointed out a couple of the songs. You told me they to weren't look as up- fast as they were before. Right. Well, and they were pretty rough in the beginning. Obviously, they were new, and as they evolved, they kind of... Fight fire with fire. Cleaned it all up a little bit. And fade to black. Yeah. Oh, fade to black is my favorite. Ding, 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 so ding, I look ding. up some of the reviews. There's tons and tons of listener reviews, like fan reviews. They gave that album, this new album, a lot higher reviews than Rolling Stone magazine. The Forbes, Forbes.com, um, they have like some I don't know he's a metal journalist or whatever this guy only gave it a verdict of 7 out of 10 like it's not that it's a bad album he doesn't have bad things to say about it um I feel the same way there I said it it's just and lots of the results I said it 8 out of 10 lots of the other um, magazines or metal journalists or music whatever that they they ask their opinion when we were on. listening to it and we were making dinner it was like I, I was listening to it and I'm like yeah this is great and the next song came on you're like it's like the same song it's like the last song and then yeah. like when I finally heard Lux Eternal I was like wow this is a song I know I could hear this because it was fast and like I said I think in Metallica if they wanted to write a really great song they can write a really great song but this James Hetfield says was the, this is the music that they wanted to play this is the music that they wanted to record and put on a record and like he said with every new baby um, there's concerns and doubt but at the same time, it's always a blessed In occasion. In the end, it's always up to them. Well, right. Did, are they happy with it? Is that everything that they wanted it to do? That's what they want. And we're all going to buy it or go and see them in concert. We're all going to give them all of our money anyways because they're fucking Metallica. Right. You know, it doesn't you know, get much it'll better be worth than that. It. It'll be worth it to, see, to hear a couple of their new songs just to hear them play the old stuff. Because as we know, Metallica can play whatever they want. Yeah. Back in and the day. And they always will do whatever. Whatever they want. Back in the day when you were a band, you were only allowed to play the album you were touring on because that's what sold money. You were there yeah, to tour were on that promoting. album. 
But yeah. Metallica broke that mold after they had kept selling underground album after album after album after album. They were just the metal gods under the scene, and they were allowed to play whatever they wanted at any show. This uh, this one guy that I was telling you about, this metal rock journalist, guitarist, uh, slash audio engineer that writes for Forbes, he said after weighing out the 72 Seasons album, he says it's good and bad, and you end up with a rather puzzling verdict. On one hand, the album is exhaustingly too long, featuring a number of tracks that could have been aggressively trimmed or oh, scrapped entirely. I, I, I agree with that. There were some parts that you could get rid of that's, just to... Yeah, that's why he rated it 7. But that's a mixture of their other favorite band. I can't remember. There's another older 80s metal band that does that, that plays riffs and on top of riffs on top of riffs. And uh, I think it was Merciful Fate. That's kind of like the Merciful Fate thing. That Well, that's kind of like with Metallica. They listen to the band. They, they know that stuff. They'll, they'll put a lot more bullshit in there if they have to. Not bullshit, but they'll lengthen it. They're notorious for that. A lot of their instrumental songs were seven, eight minutes long. Yeah, no, that's way too long. I'm already gone. It's not even my focus. It's not my attention span. That's just way too stinking long for a song. But if you're a Move fan, on, you'll listen. please. Um, Rolling Stone magazine, whoever wrote this article for them, um, he just said Hetfield uh, re-entered treatment for his addiction and divorced his wife of 25 years. That's pretty massive in itself. That tells you where his head is. And then it says the tracks, he felt the tracks on 72 seasons show an alpha male breaking the facade of that brash metal rage that he had. And he's also searching for his own truth. So, I mean, a lot of the lyrics, I guess, in some of the songs were very personal to him. Wow. And then I didn't even know they were divorced or getting divorced. So 25 years, him and Francesca have been married, and they've got their kids, and he's got tattoos of all the kids, you know, different ages, and whatever. They've been together for, like, since the beginning kind of deal, but I guess he filed for divorce, but maybe that was part of his rehabilitation. I'll probably, I I haven't seen anything about this on the news, and all of a sudden, now that we're doing a podcast, it's going to show up everywhere. Yeah, because I Googled it. Oh my God, uh, James Hatfield got divorced, 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 everywhere. And you're phone is only five feet away from me probably because rock so, phoenix yeah. live broke the news yeah doo, 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 doo. not really because i just read it so i went to uh metacritic and they have tons of whether it's magazines or radio shows or just whatever so metacritic gave that whole album like 7.7 there's uh this other I don't know what it is like I said if it's a magazine or not um, they rated it 9 the line of best fit gave it 8 Rolling Stone gave it 8 out of 10 music OMH no idea 8 out of 10 everything is 7's 8 a couple of people Clash magazine Clash radio I don't know gave it a 6 it's tough I mean it depends on on what like obviously if you went to a heavy metal magazine or a heavy metal website they're gonna rate it higher than you know Joe Blow I I don't really like heavy metal experience is experience we were listening to it while making dinner we listened to the whole album and like I said the only time I ever like really turned around and acknowledged the song was when Lux Eternal came on and like I said if they can write Lux Eternal they can write those good songs. I think this is something that's personal to them. 
that's not really meant to be like, hey, we're trying to stand out. We're just trying to put together the things that we wanted onto an album because that's how we are right now. We've already wowed you guys. We can wow you again if we want to. Yeah. And they did. Luxie Turner is a fast... And I wish I had permission to play it, Metallica. But it's a really good <laughs> song. And it really... We love you. We hate you. Yeah. It's a really good song. And it sounds like the old times. And the new stuff sounds more bluesy. It sounds more heavy driven. Like, I'm screaming. I'm angry. I'm hurting style and it's probably true because like you said james's head was in the wrong spot at the wrong time or it was in the right spot and this is how the Maybe only way it. he knows how to portray his so feelings. okay i heard like a getting be- money mooney i heard a bazillion years ago the way to break a habit is to change the sort of environment what all the other variables that are part of the habit so my stepmother needed to quit smoking so i'm talking a bazillion years ago over 40 and I remember her saying well I'm supposed to quit smoking when I wake up in the morning I have a cup of coffee I sit down at the kitchen table and I have a cigarette okay well there's the problem well I'm not going to live without coffee well guess what now you're going to have to make coffee and drink it in a totally different spot at kind of a different time you have to change up that habit break it enough where all of a sudden she was like oh she was able to quit smoking as far as I know you know like I said it was years ago and I was pretty young but that always stuck with me if you're trying to break something you can't hang out with the same crowd and do the same bad shit I find the best way to break a habit is when you're on vacation because you're not in your norm from the very beginning so if you drink coffee stop drinking coffee on vacation because you've already got that adrenaline rush of you're not going to work anymore you're on vacation and you get to go explore or whatever so yeah but what if you don't have that though you don't have that vacation you still have to wake up every morning at the same time and get ready and drive to work and work at the same place over and over and over so if you've developed a bad habit you know you're just going to have to figure out some way to change it so that if that's weird because I was a smoker. I mean, I was a cigarette smoker. And I remember when I got broken up with my wife, my ex-fiance, um, I started smoking in the patio in the morning before going to work. Yep. Um, I would smoke when I came home. But I really was doing it because I was in an emotional state. I found out later that I don't need it really at all because I really wasn't craving it, like people right. say on the commercials. Yep. I was just simply doing it to change my mood or do something. Do something. I so you bored. weren't in your head. I was bored. You were focusing on something yeah, absolutely. else. Absolutely. But yeah, I can. I, I don't know. But this, people that are actually addicted to something—that's a struggle in itself. James Hetfield used to say that his wife would kick him out on a regular basis because he would get that road mentality of like drinking on the road and yeah. all this stuff. And then he would come home and still have that same mentality, and she wouldn't let him in the door. Well, she's got little kids at the house, right? And, okay, there's there's a on the road tour told bus, Oprah that, I and think, then or there's something. yeah, and then there's the home version. So you got to take it down a level. Yeah, it is. It's wow, that's intense stuff, oh, man. We it's just hard have to, to say, hope, but you know wish what? Him healing. Yeah, right. More we'll talk about when we come back. This is another band you'll see on tour with Metallica on their '72 Seasons tour. This is Pantera, Black Phoenix Live. <laughs>
Dime! Legends! Legends in the music industry, man. Vinnie Paul, Daryl Dimebag. The Abbott Brothers that made Pantera. And now Pantera is still going strong. And they're doing it not on the pigtails, but on the coattails of Metallica. Which truly makes a lot of sense, because everybody thought that Pantera should have toured Metallica. And you can catch them on their 72 Seasons Tour. Um, they've got, what is it, uh, it's uh, Mammoth, Ice Nine Kills, Pantera, and Five Finger Death Punch. So one night you'll see uh, Five Finger Death Punch, uh, Ice Nine Kills, and Metallica. The next night you'll see Pantera. Uh, anyway, check it out on their website. They're touring, it's, it's crazy. They're, tra- they're touring with a bunch of awesome bands. Um... God, who's the other band? I thought I can't remember. I don't know. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Ice Nine Kills, <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch, Pantera, and WVH. Oh, that's what it was. Right. Oh. So one night you'll see uh, WVH, Pantera, then Metallica. And then the other night you'll see Ice Nine Kills with Five Finger Death Punch and Metallica. That's what it was. Yeah. Boom. I knew I knew what I was talking about. Um, anyway, yeah, it's it's crazy. This album is totally the different style, but I kind of like it. Uh, I'll have it'll grow on me just like every other album did. I swear to God, "Spit Out the Bone" was the best freaking song off that one album, and I wanted to hear it. And they never played it when they went on tour. They played it. They missed Phoenix. And they didn't play it. It was a really awesome song. That was my best song I wanted to hear, um, and that was that one album that came out out of nowhere all of a sudden. Out of 14 years, Metallica hasn't released an album, blah, blah, blah. It was really cool. So Metallica, you guys deserve a lot of respect. And you guys are awesome. I love you no matter what. And uh, it's just one of those things that will grow on us, right? Put some more music on ASCAP so we can play it, please. I love your music. I want to share it. Anyway, good night from Rock Phoenix Live. You're yawning. yawning. Someone's (laughs) yawning. We're all getting ready to get out of here, right? Yep, it's time to rock out. It's Friday. It's the weekend. You guys have a great and safe time. And we'll catch you back here next time on Rock Phoenix Live. This is how I remember Metallica off the live shit binge and purge album. This is Creeping Dead. You ready?